get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. We are GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. GTR News. The news. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Top stories. 25 students collapse at the Ningo Pram Pram Independence Day Parade. Also, we have resolved our differences with the government, UTAC says. The president of Ghana said that he needs support of Ghanaians to achieve economic independence for Ghana. These are more stories coming up after the break. Stay tuned. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Sanjo Asante, the host with the modest. Join me every Monday to Friday from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. GMT for latest news in Ghana and across the world. This will be followed by Sported Beat, Showbiz News, and Music Countdown. I also interview guests on the show. It promises to be a great show. Don't forget, you can also listen by visiting our website or why don't you take us in your pocket by downloading the Ghana Talks Radio app via Apple, iOS, and Play Store. Ghana Talks Radio, giving the youth a voice. GTR News. News. You're most welcome back from the break to your first story. The presiding Bishop of Perez, for International Child Sergeant Asari, says the nation cannot do without the church. Speaking in an interview, he stated that the church has significantly affected the nation throughout the years. According to him, one of the church's impact on the country is educational benefit it provides the citizens. Still speaking on the church's educational benefit to the nation, he stated that some of the church's schools have played a significant role in shaping some of the country's leaders. Bishop Ajinosari also noted that the 21 Christian denominations under the church have set up 100. 83 health facilities and health institutions. He further therefore urged the church should be given credit, not always make the church go and hide its head in the sand. And you are paying the person pittance and he's in charge of money. What do you expect? Um, we also see <laughs> people get into some professions. And suddenly, in four years, they, 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 they seem to have made, you know. So, you, you can't blame the church for those things. Um, our our culture is part of the problem. Um, somebody offends in the office, mm. he steals, he does something. You want to apply punitive measures. But culture doesn't allow it because you say you are going to dismiss him if you, if you are if you still in the office you should be dismissed. At dawn, you the boss, you have the chief of the town come, <laughs> probably with the guy's bishop, and the, uh, the, the, maybe somebody you really respect. Yeah, uh-huh. 
and by the time they sit with you and tell you oh uh, just let it go let it go you you, you you don't want to disrespect them so you go back and the guy has stolen but you keep him there because of senior people so our culture doesn't help um somebody goes to be a government official or a public official immediately the person gets into a top position he's called by the family you know that you are the light of the family then you know all your siblings you see you are so you have to find a place to put them starts out having good intentions he ends up putting his relatives in those positions which is a public service and so if we don't deal with those things why do you have to or why do we have to point accusing fingers at the church no it has to start from grassroots we have to start from the family level we have to start from our cultural level and deal with all these things and then when the pastors are preaching to the conscience it's easier to obey the conscience because there are some things that your environment can hinder your your, your conscience your environment because if somebody grows up in an environment where rape is the order of the day mm -hmm. his conscience gets to a time he see it we have the majority of the youth not not employed naturally what do you expect these young people to do they'll naturally. do all manner of things yes so if these people are doing things who are you is it the church that is making them do it because without the church preaching hope to these young people because there are times the church is accused of instead of preaching morality they are preaching hope and telling the people they can make it but in the situation we find ourselves if we don't preach hope to the young people there, there was a time not too long ago about a year and a half ago if you were going through the gimpa area at night very dangerous they would attack you yes because there are no jobs hey we shouldn't politicize this there are no jobs okay these guys and then you we, we've we've graduated a lot of these people out of senior high school out of university mm. and if you have an educated thief mm. then you have a lot of sophistication and so if the churches were not there to be preaching hope that look life may be bad today but tomorrow it will get better and then also tell people that look whatever you are doing do it as unto the lord to give them a conscience this nation would have been worse off so i think that the church should be appreciated for what the church is doing 
To our next story, 25 students drop unconscious after standing in the scorching sun for hours to participate in the 65th Independence Day commemoration organized by the Ningo Pram Pram District Assembly in the Greater Accra region. Medical personnel of the National Ambulance Service, assisted by the Ningo Pram Pram District Health Directorate, administered the first aid to revive the con unconscious student. Five of the students who were female had severe complications and were rushed to the District Health Directorate where their conditions were stabilized. They have since been discharged after receiving a medical treatment. President of the Russian Federation Vladimir Putin has congratulated Ghana as it celebrates its 65th Independence Day. Vladimir Putin, in a letter shared by the Russian embassy in Ghana on Twitter, highlighted the friendly relations between the two countries. He expressed the hope that the bilateral dialogue and partnership meet the interests of the people, contributing to the peace and security on the African continent. He added by saying that, I wish you good health and every success, as well as happiness and prosperity to all your compatriots. The District Chief Executive DCE for North Tungu Absborn Divine Fenu has urged students within the district to continue to be devoted to the country. Speaking at the 65th Independence Day celebration held uh, in battle on Sunday, he noted that such a virtue will lead to a successful life. According to the DCE, the theme is a clarion call on Ghanaians to come together and work towards attaining sustainable economic recovery as a nation. Touching on this discipline in schools, he talked about the indiscipline and noted that it is worrying to see students indulge in social vices like smoking, stealing, and using abusive language on elders. Meanwhile, the DCE also pledged the North Otungu District Assembly's commitment to make sure that challenges faced by the various communities are resolved. His Excellency Nanado Danka Kufordu also touched on education in his independent speech. Ah, more and more Ghanaian children should be having access to education. A year from now, every district and region should have a hospital where residents will be able to have decent, affordable health care. Akufuadu further stressed on the need for all Ghanaians to take the COVID-19 vaccine and adhere to the other safety protocols in order to eradicate the disease from the country. Collectively, my fellow Ghanaians, we all work to ensure a relatively favorable situation with respect to the virus when it first broke out. And as much as our active case count has recently risen, I appeal to all of you to help ensure its decline. We did that before, and we can do it again. Yes, the first vaccines have arrived in the country, and they have begun to be deployed. And I appeal passionately to each one of you to take the vaccine when it is your turn. Some school children also share their experience at the 65th celebration. And today being the SID, today being a SID March 2022, I'm very excited to, to, to witness a, such a program in, in, in Cape Coast here. I've never been to an independence before, but today being uh, the independence day, I'm being present here. I'm very, very much excited. Thank you. Today being March 2022 here in Cape Coast, I'm so excited because I've never witnessed this independence day before. And today it makes me so much excited. I'm even short of ways. And then you've seen nice girls. I've seen nice girls and 
very lots of stuff. Cape Coast is very interesting, yeah. Indeed, it was an interesting celebration. So, you talked since the beginning of the year embarked on a strike action to demand that government improves the working conditions of lecturers. Academic work has been halted for close to two months. Although the National Labor Commission filed a lawsuit against UTAC for failing to call off the strike, the association did not budge. The Labor Division of the High Court here in the case urged both parties to resolve the impasse outside of court through negotiation. The first attempt was unsuccessful. The second attempt, that is, the court directed the NLC and UTAC to settle the differences out of court during this period. Government has been engaged in UTAC. On February 15, the Labor Commission of the Accra High Court placed an injunction on the ongoing strike by the association and directed UTAC to return to the negotiation table. Following this, the University Teachers Association of Ghana entreated its members nationwide to honor its decision to return to the classroom on Monday February 28th. The suspension was to last until 4th March. Meanwhile, the General Secretary of the University Teachers Association of Ghana, UTAG, Dr. Asari Asante Ano, has revealed that the association and government have been able to resolve their outstanding issues. Speaking on the matter, Dr. Ano assured that the lecturers will not resume their strike. So, so at this time now, uh, first and foremost, we have been able to resolve uh, the differences that we had with the employer, one. And so uh, we will be returning to the classrooms as we already did from the previous, uh, um, for Monday, we have already been teaching. Yeah, I didn't put any figures on the table because uh, the, the figures are not meant for figure, media or uh, when you meet on the negotiation table, there are a lot of things that comes to play. So I've summarized all that happened and said that as a result of uh, all these pleas in totality, uh, we have been able to have some form of uh, resolution to the impact. University lecturer is going back to the plan to teach and our students are also going to be able to go for lecture. You are still tuning to the afternoon news. Some business stories and President Nanada Danka Kufajo has charged Ghanaians to support the state in its quest to achieve economic independence. He said the country's growth demands a collective responsibility from the citizenry, adding that government cannot solely improve the economy if people do not play their respective roles. Speaking at the 65th Independence Day celebration in Cape Coast on Sunday, Mr. Kufajo said the nation can bounce back to its feet and build the economy if it wishes for all the citizens to prioritize their duty. He stressed that this move will reduce the country's dependency on foreign aid. We've generally usually congregated in our capital of Accra and recently in other locations around the country. Tamale in 2019 and Kumasi last year to celebrate our nation's independence. At these annual events, we have sought to express a deep consciousness of love for country and the importance of ensuring that we realize our potential as the Black Star of Africa. Focusing on the financial state of the country, which has been unstable due to the pandemic, he reiterated his commitment to revamp the economy. Government has taken steps to revitalize and transform the economy. A process which is hinged on the 100 billion CD Ghana Cares Obatampa program, 
the linchpin of our drive towards the rapid industrial transformation of our economy, our main national priority. The Minister for Finance will this month, God willing, provide to Parliament further details on the measures to be taken to spur on the process of economic recovery. A year from now, the benefits of economic recovery will begin to show. A year from now, our quest to move Ghana to a situation beyond aid will be accelerated and our self-reliance enhanced. A year from today, we should regain our pride of place as one of the fastest growing economies not only in Africa, but also in the world. A year from now, we should be processing more and more of our raw materials to help create jobs for the millions of Ghanaian youth. On international front, the UK's Ministry of Defense, MOD, has suggested Russia was deliberately targeting a Ukraine's communications facility. The latest defense intelligence update it published said Moscow was probably targeting Ukraine's communications infrastructure in order to reduce Ukrainian citizens' access to reliable news and information. There were reports of a strike on the TV tower in Kharkiv on Sunday following a similar attack in Kiev last week. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who is on an official visit to Lithuania, says Russia has sought to undermine Lithuania's democracy and so polarization with cyber attacks and disinformation. He also says the U.S. and his host country are united in resolving to stand with Ukraine as the Russian invasion reaches its twelfth day of conflict. Secretary Blinken reserted the U.S. sacrosanct commitment to NATO's Article 5. An attack on one is an attack on all, stressing that they will defend every inch of NATO territory. To remove to Nigeria, and Nigeria has said it will not allow its nationals to be enlisted to fight in Ukraine where Russian forces are bombing cities and rattling neighborhoods with gunfire. This follows report of alert recruitment of volunteers in the country to fight on the side of Ukraine. Nigeria's foreign ministry said the Ukrainian embassy has denied any role in the alert exercise, but the embassy confirmed that a number of Nigerians have approached it indicating willingness to join the war. According to the ministry statement. The embassy also distanced itself from the claim that it was requesting $1,000 from each Nigerian volunteers for an air ticket and visa. Five soldiers have been killed in an explosion in southern western Niger. The defense ministry made the announcement on state television on Sunday. The army vehicles the soldiers were traveling in ran over an improvised explosion device in Torodi region in the southwest of the country. Attacks by militants are increasingly frequent in the region that borders Burkina Faso. Thousands of troops have been deployed since 2017 and a state of emergency imposed to deal with the insurgency. South African charity gift of the givers have said that it will send humanitarian aid to Ukraine where the UN estimates more than 1 million civilians have fled because of the Russian invasion. In a statement, the charity said it will provide emergency medical and non-medical assistance to frontline facilities and internally displace civilians inside Ukraine. Some of the aid will be sent to Kharkiv where Russian shells have been raining down on neighborhoods. Gift of the givers will also fund the 
repatriation of South African students awaiting to return home. The charity had previously sent humanitarian aid to frontline in Syria. Still in South Africa, former South African President Jacob Zuma has backed President Vladimir Putin in the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, describing him as a man of peace. Western nations have imposed punitive sanctions on Russia, including the freezing of Mr. Putin's foreign assets over his invasion of Ukraine. But Mr. Zuma said Mr. Putin's decision was justifiable according to the statement released by his foundation. We will all need peace in this war, therefore we would like to urge to those involved to bring peace as swiftly as possible so that lives can be saved, the statement said. Mr. Zuma was forced out of office by his own party in 2018, the African National Congress, over corruption allegations. He denied any wrongdoings. To some entertainment story... Chogan Sohiv, the prestigious Bosch Show Theatre's chief conductor, has resigned after coming under pressure to express his opinion on the Russian invasion of Ukraine. First of all, I need to say most important things I have never supported and I will always be against any conflict in any shape and form, the Russian conductor said in a Facebook post. He resigned without stating his position on the conflict and also left his post as conductor on an orchestra in the French city of Toulouse, where he had been pressed to clarify his views. This is where I end the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in to it. You can log on to our website, www.ghanatalksradio.com, for more news updates. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the Sported Bit. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Join us on GTR for global tidbits on soccer. Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. It's time for the Sported Bit on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. So Ghana is still celebrating its independence and tonight there is an arm wrestling battle going down. Also, Mexican Soccer League was suspended after uh, some, you know, ha bad happenings injured 26 people. Also, Manchester United, they provided a graphic illustration of rebuilding job required in abject defeat at Man City. I think this season has been very bad for them, but don't go anywhere. I'll be back after the break. Join us on GTR for global tidbits on soccer, tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium! What a stadium! Welcome back from the break. So Mexico's Soccer League on Sunday said it will suspend upcoming matches at a stadium in the central city of Querétaro, where violence clashes left 26 people injured and restricted visiting fans from attending away games. Also, uh, Guadalupe Morgia, the interior secretary of the Guadalajara state, said that 
late Sunday, the private company partly responsible for security at the soccer stadium would also have its contract cancelled. So it's not just, you know, um, Russian players, uh, it nationals not playing. Also, Mexico has been, uh, they have suspended uh, future games as well. So police were also at the venue when the brawl occurred uh, Saturday at a match between host uh, Guerretaro and Atlas from the Guadalajara, the reigning league champion, but were also unable to contain the violence. The five suspended officials include police and civil defense employees, as well as three people responsible for planning and preparations as well. So we hope to see what will be happening there. But Manchester United are a club and a team flattering by suggesting they are going nowhere because the brutal truth is that Sunday's humiliation by Manchester City exposed the grim facts that they are are going backwards this is very devastating for them but manchester city's victory margin of four goals to one you heard it right four goals to one was also an act of flattery because the gulf between these two sides and two clubs is now uh you know chasing that should have been emphasized by a more painful scoreline as united's new chief executive richard arnold watched this embarrassment alongside the one-time reel of the old trafford and I, I know i know and i believe that Cristiano Ronaldo was also watching from the other side as well. But of Old Trafford said Alex Ferguson, he could have not had a more graphic uh, illustration of just how much work he has to do to get them anywhere near the club, once Corn fully referred to as a noisy neighbor. So we hope that the players will be able, you know, uh, technical people, managers will be able to draw um, their strength together to be able to bounce back on the table as well. But in tennis today, Ukrainians, Diana, um, Yatreska, who escaped Russian bombings just over a week ago, fell short of a remarkable title victory at the Leon Open after being beaten by Shen Charles in the final. But the 21-year-old who arrived in Lyon last Saturday and spoke of being awoken out by bombs when Russia invaded Ukraine three days earlier was beating 3-6-6-3-6 for in the decider. So you know how the bombing really affected this particular uh, stage. But Away from that, Dovak Djokovic is in the news and Novak has offered financial support and any other help required to Ukrainian former world number 31, Sergei Staskovsky, who had enlisted in his country's uh, reserves army amid Russia's evasion of its neighbor. He was just, you know, uh, he wasn't allowed to be in Australia, but he is a good source. So Russian President Vladimir Putin, we all know, ordered the invasion of Ukraine at the end of February. And in the defense, a number of Ukrainians' population have enlisted in their nation's reserves army to help the cause. But one of those includes a former tennis player, Saskovsky, who formerly beat Roger Federer at the Wobblendon in 2013, has signed up to fight uh, despite a lack of a military experience. I don't know why all of them want to fight without experience. Even the experienced ones are being killed. What of you people not having experience, but you might never know the world is full of surprises. So following his induction to the military, the Ukrainian has received support from across the globe, including the 20-time Grand 
Grand Slam champion Novak Djokovic as well. So he's doing impeccable stuff there. But in cricket today, England seamer Ollie Robinson has been ruled out of the opening test against the West Indies starting on Tuesday. Yes, that is tomorrow after failing to recover from the back spasm. The England and Rose Cricket Board ECB said today. So the 28-year-old sustained the problem during a warm-up match in Antigua against the cricket West Indies President Z and did not bowl on final day of that game before Mason training on Sunday. So Shane Warner also offered a gift of his old cricket clothing and a traditional Australian snack of the uh, toasting to the final hours before his death on Friday. So it's really sad that it is happening. But in athletics, following the summary of the measures taken by the Sports Federation uh, following the International Olympic Committee's recommendations to uh, ban Russian and Belarusian athletes and officials from competing in events and to move on any event set to take place in two. So the World Archery said that it would remove Russia and Belarusian flags and anthems from all international tournaments. As well, so it added that there are no events planned in the two countries and no future event will take place there. But, you know, President Putin is saying that if Russian's athlete does not participate, there will be no World Cup as such. So we hope that that's not also going to bring a biggest issue in the world after the invasion of Ukraine. So in athletics, the world athletics ban Russian. We are we, we are breaking down the bans of the uh, players from Russia and Belarusian. So in athletics, the world athletics ban Russian and Belarusian athletes uh, and officials as well from all events for the foreseeable uh, future. And other that, it Council also agreed to consider further measures, including the suspension of the Belarus Federation. So badminton, the badminton uh, world federation has also banned all athletes and officials representing uh, Russia and Belarus from participating at its event. The decision follows uh, you know, the cancellation of all BWF events which should have taken place in two countries and represents a step up from its previous ban on Russia and Belarusian flags and anthems at the Federation event. In basketball, too, the ban was also there. And International Basketball Federation, FIBA, said it will ban Russian athletes and officials from its competition until further notice. So the FIBA's top board will meet on March 25th to discuss whether to take further measures. So we hope to see what will be happening there as well. So in the Bialathon, too, the International Bialathon Union, IBU, said that it will not allow Russian and Belarusian athletes or officials to participate in its international events. So the executive board will also discuss a potential suspension of the two national federations from the IPU membership at the meeting on March 17th. So it's not just soccer, it's just everywhere in sport. So in climbing to the International Sports Climbing Federation, IFSC suspends the Boulder and Speed World Cup scheduled for April in Moscow as well. So it plans to reload 
relocate the event. So we definitely update you on that. But still in athletics, South Africa's Stephen Mokoka broke the man's 50-kilometer record in his first race at the distance. The 37-year-old won the Ned Bank uh, runified 50-kilometer 31 miles in two hours, 40 minutes, as well as 13 seconds beaten. The time set by Ethiopians Katema Nagasa last year. So Makoka completed the marathon at the 2012 and 2020 Olympics and 10,000 uh, meters at the 2016 Olympics as well. So it's not just easy to be able to break records like that as well. So in winter Paralympics, if you just join us, you're listening to the Sported Bit on Ghana Talks Radio. So Britain's men are Fitzpatrick with guide Gary Smith and brothers Niall and Andrew at the Simpson have won their second medals at the Beijing Winter Paralympics. So the GB parents finished third in their respective visually impaired super combined events. So both uh, pairs followed up opening super G rounds with a solid seldom display to add to their medal tallies as well. So it means that the Paralympics uh, GB team has now won five medals at the Games in China with six days of competition to go. So Fitzpatrick and Smith, who won Super G Silver on Sunday, were fifth after their opening Super G run uh, today. So, But the 23-year-old Britain's most decorated winter Paralympian put in the fastest slalom run of their competition to move up to the leaderboard for a medal. So that's how it is happening for them. They really, really put more effort to win those medals. So in NBA, Chris Middleton has scored a season-high 44 points as the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Phoenix Suns and extended their winning streak to four in a row. So Middleton registered eight rebounds and five assists as the defending NBA champions won 132 to 122. Crude Holiday also added 24 points and nine assists as the Bucks went 12 to one in the fourth quarter. So Holiday said that we know what it takes, especially in moments like that, to win games. It is not easy uh, to win that. So the backs are third in the Eastern Conference, uh, while the Suns are still top of the West. But elsewhere, uh, Jason Tatum scored 54 points as the Boston Celtics left it late to beat the Brooklyn Net 126 to 120. Tatum also scored 34 points in the second half alongside five rebounds and three assists as the Celtic claim uh, their 14th victory from their past 16 games. So that's how the performances really ended up. But Ghana is still celebrating you know, uh, their Independence Day and uh, Asante Kotoko were not able to impress uh, the president on Friday's match against uh, Hearts of Folk and Hearts of Folk thrust them uh, to go to one. So today, as part of the Independence Celebration, Arm Wrestling Battle is up today. It is settled to score and win bragging rights in Arm Wrestling. It's so up and it's shut up today. We're looking forward to it and it is happening. So we look forward to see who will be back in Alba in the Division 1 league for the 2021-2022 the Zone 2 it is happening Ebusuan drafts scored uh, two goals to nil against Academy and Holy Stars also three uh, soccer Intel's FC2, Future Stars 3, Swedro All Stars 1, uh, Unistar Academy, and 
as Sekendi Hazakas were not able to score each other. And Zamar Kotoko also scored. Neo and Pacific Heroes uh, won them over by one goal. Asoka Deportivo were not able to score, but the Samaritex FC scored two against them. And Sky FC and Wasaman FC were not able to uh, score it go for each other. So New Edubiasi FC scored four uh, against Achiken FC in the zone three. Also, uh, Liberty Professionals FC two into allies one uh, nania fc neo accra city stars two mighty jet neo and uh, akache stars one kotoku royals scored four against vishin fc they were able to score one crystal palace i'm talking of the african the Ghanaian crystal palace they they, they they played against accra young wise and both teams were not able to score uh, hearts of lions also won uh, uncle t uh united Neo. So in the zone one as well, Unity FC were not able to score. But four Academy were able to thrust them one goals. Uh, Mighty Royals Neo, Kentampo FC one. Before Aquatano two in Coranza Warriors Neo, Wasuntan SC three and Dreams Tamale Neo. So you know it's not easy. It's really bustling it out. So today, Berkum Arsenal and Tamale City will be playing today, and Boga All Stars and uh, Wa Yansen FC will be uh, meeting up tomorrow so we hope to see and the zone three as well today at uh, my youth and golden uh cakes will be uh playing as well so that's how it is really happening for that so uh it is really exciting we are hoping to see the players for happening and meeting up today so we hope to see that they'll be able to participate i'm always reminding you that just betting is not easy thing to do that's why i'm urging you to always join the ghana talks radio predict and win game every week that money is guaranteed you don't need to you know bet with a single cent to win a guarantee 200 ghana cities so join in by visiting our website www.ghanatalksradio or download our app to join in on that so this is where i wrap it up on the sport tidbits on ghana talks radio and exciting and happy independence day uh, to every ghanaian uh, listening to me today so stay tuned for for the trendy hits countdown on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sanjo Asante. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. I called it bad just today. You hit me with a call to your place. Ain't been out in a while anyway Was hoping I could catch you throwing smiles in my face Romantic talking, you don't even have to try You're cute enough to fuck with me tonight Looking at the table, all I see is bleeding white Baby, you living your life, but nigga, you ain't living right Cocaine and drinking with your friends You live in the dark, boy, I cannot pretend I'm not faced, only you to sin If you ain't in your garden, you know that you can Call me when you want, call me when you need Call me in the morning, I'll be on the way Call me when you want, call me when you need Call me out by your name, I'll be on the way like Time that I speak, a diamond and a nine. It was mine every week. What a time and incline. God was shining on me. Now I can't leave. And now I'm making hell in me. 
celebrating the independence day i'm telling you happened yesterday but we're still in the mood it's just like you were celebrating your birthday and feeling like the whole month is yours that's how it is happening so ghana is 65 years old yeah yes it is 55 years 65 years old so celebrities citizens across the whole country really celebrated that others were having it on social media others were on the grounds having the feel of the whole celebration but before we go through the celebrities that rocked beautifully on social media let's get some glimpse of the celebration in cape coast i'll be right back
goodness, that was the military parade. It was really beautiful. So, you know, this year's theme for the independence is, is centering around rebuilding together to have a great economy. We're hoping that the year of it wouldn't be passed, but that's what the president is saying, that all Ghanaians, all hands should be on deck so that we can all build and help in having a great economy. So celebrities really... Uh, celebrated the independence day by posting you know how they do a person on social media making it beautiful so actress and presenter nanami mac brown set the pace she was really looking beautiful with a great attire of the colors uh design actually of the ghana black uh stars it's in the middle the red and the green the yellow of the flag itself if you're watching on facebook you can see how beautiful she's dazzling on a car so away from nanama mcburn comedian and actress our very own crapping polo really rock it so hot and beautifully with the ghana flag um you know having a red beautiful top with uh, a sketch with the color of the yellow the green and the black stars in it and uh, presenter gifty auntie yes our very own special nana iri also rocked uh a native uh, cloth made slit and cover with a Ghana flag holding her. Actress and presenter Benedicta Gaffa also had a beautiful uh, straight dress with a very own fabric from Ghana. Presenter Stacey Amwatin made it really, really. But before Stacey Amwatin, Bella Mundi, yes, the presenter Bella Mundi also made a very Beautiful, beautiful attire from our very own fabrics in Ghana. Social media influencer and singer Hadia for real rocked with her daughter. Some beautiful attire, hot one. If you're watching, you can see a touch of a yellow, green, and a red, you know, gaily on top of that. She's they are looking really beautiful with her daughter. They look so splendid. Presenter Stacy, I'm wanting to make it royal. Yes, yeah, she was having the royalty touch, like you know, cream from Kumase. Uh, shout out to all the Americans. Yeah, she was looking really beautiful and finally nana ikia adom our actress nana ikia adom also make it you know that lady is a fashionista even from birth everything she puts on really uh brings out we gush over her she's looking really amazing on that but still on the celebration there is this trending video uh you know from the celebration i don't know what the military were trying to do they were doing some uh gymnastics <laughs> trying to do that beautiful creation but we don't know what happened the guy just fell off oh ghana they are always having problem in everything it was actually looking not bad even with the fallen it still looked good if you're watching on facebook you can see that one it's really funny you are trying to impress Ghanaians, but they ended up making a fuss about it it's really funny but on serious touch serious business Still connected to the uh, independent celebration, Kalkese rapper Kalkese believes that Ghana has failed its citizens as the country turned 65 after independence in 1957. So to Kalkese for the country... As old as Ghana, 65, there should not be a lack of some basic needs such as uh, good schools and hospitals as well. But that cannot be said about the country, which was the first in the sub-Saharan Africa to gain independence. So in a tweet expressing his sadness about the state of Ghana, Kalkesa said, and I quote, At 65 years, Ghana doesn't have water, light, and schools for its children, hospitals, and any proper plan in place for its beautiful uh, citizens. Dear Amagana, 
manner you have failed your children and your whole family there is nothing to be happy about on this day shame on you so ghana celebrates 65 years uh, after independence yesterday and carl kese is saying that ghana has really failed its citizens and there is nothing that we should be looking forward on this day to celebrate but still we we, we just want to celebrate because kitty the sugar daddy kitty in calm eugene they really storm i'm talking of signees of the lynx entertainment kitty in calm made ghana proud on her 65th birthday as a sold out show in indigo o2 arena in london the first of its kind it really really was amazing so the live in concert a joint musical project saw about 2800 persons you heard it right 2800 persons gathered to experience their quality tunes but they had a message for Ghanaians before the show and we also have a glimpse of what happened at the show so let's check all of those out i'll be back after that Yo, what's up? It's your rockstar. Call me, you know, Ghana Talks Radio. Keep it locked. Don't worry, you're a rockstar. I'm thinking I'm out here. We need to play Jesus. Yo, what's up? It's your rockstar. Call me, you know, Ghana Talks Radio. Keep it locked. Don't worry, you're a rockstar. I'm thinking I'm out here. We need to play Jesus. See, we're all set up, ready for everybody tonight. We're ready for our guests. Please, guys, come early. Because at 11, the poem is done. We should be here by 5. We should be here by 5. By this time, foundation, you laid a foundation, the contouring, the front house, everything. You should be ready by yes, now. We're already here. <laughs> okay, so start coming. See you guys tonight. Ghana and Africa. goodness that was an electrifying performance from the sugar daddy kitty himself they had that show live at the indigo o2 arena in london and it was really really massive you can even tell that the crowd are really excited to have that beautiful independence celebration with the you know i'm talking of the entertainment signees kitty and kami you did without but away from the independent celebration now we get some entertainment stories from international world and prince Beatrice and Eduardo Mepeli Mosi got married in July 2017 uh, but 
I really welcomed their first child on 18th September. Today, British Queen Elizabeth II's granddaughter, Princess Beatrice, and her husband, Eduardo Mepelimosi, have purchased their first marital home worth millions of pounds as a couple really wanted to do things their own way. So it's just like, you know, Meghan Marker and Prince Harry, they want to do uh, things their very own way. So according to a report by The Sun, the couple have spent over 3.5 million euros on the retreat in a coast woods village, the South Central England. That's what report is telling us today. So the report quotes are saying that it is the couple's first marital home and shows they really want to do things their own way. So yes, they have to be given the opportunity to do that. So Gigi Hadid is here and Gigi uh, on Saturday announced support to donate her earnings. Yes, from the full 2022 show to aid those suffering uh, from the war in Ukraine as well as continuing to support those experiencing the same in Palestine. So the supermodel who is in Paris said, and I called our eyes and heart must be open to all human injustice. May we all see each other as brothers and sisters beyond politics, beyond race, beyond religion. At the end of the day, innocent lives pay for war, not leaders. So meanwhile, the multiple reports said that over a million people have displaced uh, by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. That's how it is really happening. But Kourtney Kardashian was also among one uh, million people who lagged Gigi Hadid's Instagram post about the situation in Ukraine and Palestine. So she is saying that she is willing to donate all her earnings, yes, for the Ukrainian people and not just Ukraine, but Palestine as well. So Prince Harry's sweetheart, Meghan Markers, in the news, and she faces being cursed under oath as half-sister. Samantha says she will sue her over the Oprah interview, according to report we have until today. So the douches could be forced to sit for illegal deposition by lawyers representing her sibling, a media outlet claimed that one. So Samantha alleged that uh, she is alleged that uh, Megan made a defamatory statement in the bomb show chat last March. So Meg's 57-year-old sibling intended to, you know, forensically challenge every detail of the interview. So the legal rep for the douche said the suit is baseless. But it added if Samantha succeeds, it could mean that Megan could be asked to name the alleged royal racist in that particular interview. So we hope to see if it won't turns out be back for you know uh the royalty so kim kardashian is here and the love is blind it follows the journey of singles who want to be loved for who they are rather than what they look like that's what you might know you might actually wonder why i'm saying that one it is a story connected to whether you as reality tv star i'm talking of kim kardashian's watching netflix love is blind as a romance with boyfriend pete davison is going strong following her divorce from former husband Kanye was keeping up with the Kardashians that took to Twitter uh, on Monday morning and tweeted love is blind too is everything so that is what she is actually uh, involved in as she further stated I am investor so she is investing all her time in that indirectly she's telling us you know love is blind she is blind by love with Pete Davidson she's really rocking it and she is happy on that we are happy too because she is happy but next flesh I was actually looking forward to see something exciting with next flesh but no there is nothing exciting with this one so streaming Diane next has suspended its services in Russia 
U.S. media reported that yesterday. So in a protest at Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. So the U.S.-based platform has already halted its acquisitions in Russia earlier this week, as well as its production of original programs. So given the circumstances on the ground, we have decided to suspend our service in Russia. A spokesperson told the U.S. magazine a variety on that. So when contacted by the AFP, Netflix did not immediately respond. But Netflix is the world's leading streaming platform with 221.8 million subscribers at the end of 2021. And they are saying that because of the Russia's invasion, they are halting uh, their services in Russia. So Gal Gadot is here, a very sweet actress. Gal Gadot showered praises on Jimmy Donan for his work in Belfast. So she said that, and I call the Fifty Shades of Grey starts acting was so great that she had to find a project for both of them. So she's looking forward to find a project for them to be acted in. So according to Jimmy Donan, Hood's performance in Belfast is generating Oscar buzz, has supported the cast of the international spy thriller Heart of Stone. So the Fifty Shades of Grey starts to join previously announced assembled member Gal Gadot in the film. So Jamie Donner also thanked the Red Notice actress in the comment section of her Instagram writing and I quote, oh thanks Gal for what lovely words about our film. See you soon. So we are hoping to see so Jason Amoma is in uh, Fast and Furious 10 and we will see Gal Gadot in that. We'll be looking forward to see that beautiful goddess in the movie. Sophie Turner. Yes, Game of Thrones starts of Eternal covered up a chick block winter coat as she steps out for a romantic dinner date with her hubby Joe Jonas amid growing pregnancy rumors. We, we hope that we're not going to be shocked as we saw with Rihanna, what we experienced with Rihanna. we be coming out to say, showing out that pregnancy pictures that really it was shocking for everyone. We're hoping that, uh, you know, Sophie Turner will also not do that. But Sophie Turner covered her rumored baby bomb uh, as she dined with her husband. So she is trying to keep it a secret. But we hope to see if it is really a normal bomb or a baby bomb with that. So away from that, Princess Harry and Meghan Markle. Yes, they have been advised to only return to the UK for the current platinum jubilee if they can keep it quiet. Hmm. This is serious. So the Duke and Duchess of Sussex have been urged to ditch attention-seeking stunts ahead of the expected visit to the UK. So royal expert Jonathan Asakadoti claim it would probably be better if Prince Harry and Meghan Markle do not return, saying that it will steal attention from the Queen. Ah, but they are also part of the royal family. Attention or no attention, they are still, uh, you know, amazing. So the expert that and I quote, she may prove me wrong, but people here have such a low opinion of her if not of both of them these days i think she would be very brave to come back to the uk so the expert uh jonathan is saying that he wished that uh you know the duke and duchess of success will not be at the royal jubilee celebration of queen elizabeth but we can't tell they have to make that decision but away from that sebastian sebastian stan is probably best known for his marvel association he played captain americans um Prenemy Bucky Burns, the winter soldier for over a decade now, but he also uh, be amassing an impressive list of co-stars and directors over the past 20 years. Part of that has to do with the fact that Stain has never cared about the size of his role. That's what Report Associated Press is reporting today, but he has always been ready taking up smaller parts of the opportunity to work with people like Jonathan Demi and, you know, uh, Darren Arofsky and as well as Steven on that. So he 
played the sons of the Mary Stew in uh, a very famous boyfriend of Margaret Robbie in a very own uh, movie, The 355 and the Astronaut as well. And uh, Stan said that I would much rather be part of a project that asks questions that people will talk about or that's good and have one scene instead of being in every frame in something that doesn't seem to, you know, resonate. So that's what an actor is telling us today. Many people will be saying that why is it that uh, some actors and actresses are having a uh, few scenes but it is what stan is saying that it will be better for him to be part of a project that asks great questions not just appearing in every and just any movie so prince charles is here and this story we have a story some few weeks ago where they had to deal with some you know sexual allegations there is a developing story on that so prince charles here a parrot of uh to the british throne is to bankroll broke brother andrew's seven million euro sex abuse pay out with a loan to save the family honor this is very disappointing and embarrassing for the royal family baba queen's eldest son 73 is stomping up most of the agreed seven million euros where the queen also chipping in but no public cash is being used according to reports so the duke of york 62 now has 10 days to deposit the money so that his accuser virginia robert gufrey will drop her sex abuse riddle they are looking forward to have that money in 10 days i'm talking of seven million euros for that matter so he will pay back charles and the monarch when he gets the cash from a 17 million euro sale of his car chocolate in verbal switzerland which could take two months that's really serious this is really a big deal for the family to show because they are looking forward to raise that money in 10 days before that suit is dropped but he's looking forward to sell in the next two months you have to pray for the royal family but according to the sun it will be prince charles who told the disgraced royal to settle last month after lawyers said that the duke would give a witness statement to rape accuser i'm talking of miss gilfrey's civil case in new york away from prince charles now but Prince Charles had planned for what the future of the monarch should look like when he becomes king. That's what he's telling us today. So according to the royal expert, Jonathan Sassadotti, the 73-year-old has planned on making some changes, in particular slimming down the throne. So Prince Charles will make more changes, he said, while speaking uh, to us weekly. It all continued by saying that it always been uh, rumored that he wants to slim down the working royals at the core of the family it is also understood that you know the royal family has undergone some major structural changes but the royal expert told that the heir to the throne is expected to formalize the slimming down so that it doesn't just seem like the result of the circumstances so he's not on the throne yet but he's looking forward to mention out a matter other things he'll be looking forward to fix when he is on the throne but finally before we wrap it up tom Holland, yes tom Holland's video game adaptation on short at last week here the title for the biggest opening weekend of the week with 44 million dollars in initial sales so the batman based on a far more ambiguous property beat the benchmark after earning 57 million dollars on opening day alone opening day alone yes you heard it right so yet on charter which is still 
playing in theaters uh, managed to bring in solid business despite the outsized attention for the Batman. But in the second place, the film uh, pocketed $10 million uh, dollars from 3,875 theaters between Friday and Sunday, pushing uncharted past $100 million at the domestic box office. So Channing, uh, Totem King Adventures, Dog Landed, number three, with $6 million from 3,507 theaters. But you know, the road trip, um, a body comedy continues to surprise, crossing $48 million in North America over the weekend. In COVID-19 times, you know, it's a promising result for a $15 million budgeted film. So Spider-Man, No Way Home, and Death on the Nile took spot four and five on the domestic box office chart. So Disney and 20th Century Murder Mystery, Death on the Nile, grossed $2.6 million between Friday and Sunday. And after four weekends on the big screens the movie has earned so so 37 million dollars in north america directed by kenneth barner who stars in the movie alongside ermi hammer gal gadot and letitia red death on the now cost 90 million dollars to produce and they are making that great earnings then it means that you know the fans really love and they're looking forward uh, to enjoy and watch it on netflix for you know uh, it's to have and trend on the uh, film table of form. So thank you so much for joining me for the entertainment hub on Ghana Talks Radio. It's been exciting. I'm wrapping up, but don't go anywhere because DJ Kobe Rich is here to take you on that musical journey from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Only in Ghana Talks Radio. I'll see you tomorrow.